0: I am Dracula, soy Dracula. Chupado por la bruja, or sucked by the witch. They're like big ones. They also got vampire. And it's an open secret that the last cars of the subway late at night are often for hookups. Let's get into this. Hey, welcome back to Mr. Kink. My name is Chris. And I'm Leonard. Hey, what's happening, Leonard?
1: I just woke up.
0: Last week, we talked about Salvadorian myths and mythology. We were talking about La Sagunaba and El Cipitillo, and then you got that weird EVP. Yeah, man, that still kind of
1: amazes me that we still got that, because it was clear as day when you like look at it from audacity. Normally, when you catch like an EVP or something, it's very, very low and you had to zoom in, you had to normalize or buff buff it out to be able to hear it. And it was like as clear as day as if it was right next to my mic saying hello or whatever it was saying.
0: Yeah, it was weird, especially when I blew it up. It's still like two to three seconds before you hear like that, like a like a weird rustling in here. Hello. And then yeah. that's it. It was really weird. It was while I was trying to figure out how to say la uh, seguna Yeah, so that's, a, that's the mothers, right? that was the mother who no longer can find her child and her child's a prankster. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of a coincidence. Like I it's mean, it's just weird. It was 6:45 a.m. on a Sunday and while your nephew uh does have that friend across the street. Nobody was up at six forty five a m Oh no, I and mean, I think I think they j- checked their cameras if I remember, Ryan, right, there's nothing out there, yeah, you guys sent me the video uh like you guys sent me a little file of like from like six thirty to I think it was like seven thirty of like nothing. yeah, it was legit, just nothing, not even a car, <laughs> so it was really weird. um, I have no idea what that was. It was your mic only it wasn't my mic for sure. We silenced me. Uh, we put up a video on the Facebook for y'all to check out.
1: Yeah, and also you think you made a YouTube video too about it, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it's on our YouTube, but our, my YouTube, our YouTube's only been really used for like editing or uh, sending our audio recordings to a friend who's too lame to use Spotify. <laughs> yeah, you talking about Leo? Talking about Leo. All right. Today, we're talking about Latin vampires. So, the L, uh, the, the
1: L bloodsuckers here.
0: Yeah, oh, Um there's, there's a lot of Spanish in here, but I've been practicing it. So everything we're going to talk about, I have a somewhat researched idea of exactly what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure you do just fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you are what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires have existed for longer than the term has been around. Demons that ate flesh and evil spirits that sucked blood. The term vampire was first used in English in 1732, stemming from the French term vampire. So instead of an I to Y. Yeah. Uh the, the word vampire actually shows up in the Treaty of Peserowitz in nineteen uh seventeen eighteen, uh, which gave villagers the ability to exhume bodies and just stab the shit out of them to make sure that they weren't vampires. So like they're just like doing like a quick stabbing to people to make sure they're not vampires? What what the hell? Uh a new government came into the city and in the treaty's signature they wanted to be able to hold on to some of their uh, Believes that you know, just in case somebody is possessed or evil or a vampire, they can go in and they can put a stake through its heart. It's like, and it's in an official government document from 1718.
1: Oh, I thought, I thought like how you, how you were saying, it, I thought like they were just
0: like shanking people to death, like after making sure they were dead. Oh no, no, they were digging up bodies that were already dead and wouldn't stick oh, okay. In them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and when you think of vampires, images of the classic Count of Transylvania a well-dressed Christopher Lee's Dracula, a terrifying undead monster such as Nosferatu, and those shiny weirdos from the Twilight series come to mind when you say vampire. Yeah. Cultures around the world have their own vampire folklore, the Malaysian pangolin, a flying head attached to her organs. She sucks the blood of men, children, and infants, the Obayifo of West Africa, and the Chinese Jiangishi. Vampires have existed as long as humans have had nightmares and Latin America is no stranger to these terrors of the night. So it's really weird. It's another, it's another situation where every culture has a vampire. Why like sucking blood or drinking blood is like a weird thing, but humans were doing that on the regular, you know, like the Aztec were, you know, eating human flesh during sacrifices, uh, Africa, uh, the Shaka Zulu and his warriors would drink blood of their enemies. Like there's a lot of blood drinking, so it's not like it's unheard of, but why is there specifically a monster that goes around and sucks the blood of innocents?
1: Maybe it's just, maybe that's how they actually tell the story, like, but they
0: don't want to say, like, it's actually just humans
1: being absolutely crazy.
0: Uh, you never know. Uh, but it's just every culture, though. Every culture came up with the same idea, a blood sucking creature that comes to you at night that can shape-shift into an animal.
1: Yeah, it's, it is kind of weird, but it's kind of like how
0: we said before. Like, every
1: spot, every state or country have, like, a Gravity Hill, for an example. If you put your car in neutral while you're in a straight road, you know, it's supposed to go down. I mean, it's supposed to go, like, straight by itself. So, it's kind of like that. So, it's kind of like everybody just has, like, their own tour style. But, it's like, what made it, though?
0: Well, not just what made it, but how did, like, China and Africa are connected, right? Like, they're on the same continent. Yeah. But how did South Americans get the vampire that... Is similar to Africa's vampires or Europe's vampires? How did Japan, Ireland, Scotland, uh, you know, Greenland, Iceland, how did all these other countries that have no real connection other than Spain going to Mexico or in the, you know, in the 60s, 1700s, how did all these vampire stories come about? You got to teach me because if you want me, my question, I would say the inner earth. All right, so here's a little crazy fact. In the 1950s, while updating citizen records, a clerk had discovered multiple infant, a young child, death certificates in which the child was found drained of blood, discolored, and no clear source of what happened. The legitimate cause of death that is on the death certificate and in the records is "chupado por la bruja," or sucked by the witch. That's why. I, that's how on his death certificate, on deaths on multitudes of death certificates.
1: Well, you can tell you yeah, you said a couple thousand. That is insane.
0: Like, it literally says blood blood sucked up. Yeah. No, no. Sucked by the witch. Uh, chupado por la bruja literally translates to sucked by the witch. So, but why would they say witch if we're talking about vampire? Oh, that, that word in Spanish culture, brujas are kind of like a umbrella term. Like, they are specifically witches. Uh okay. but But uh, any kind of, like, unknown or scary phenomenon could be attributed to a, a bruja, which is a witch. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Now we're gonna go down to Guadalajara, uh, specifically Jalisco, Mexico. El Árbol de Vampiro, or uh, El Árbol del Vampiro. Excuse the Spanish. El Panteón de Belén. A cemetery in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico, is full of amazing legend. One of these is that of the Vampires Tree. It's a very big tourist attraction. Um, my wife's mom, her sister, whenever they go, uh, and they're in the area, they go and visit it. That's cool. This legend takes place in the 18th century, one, uh, one, uh, when Mexico was still under Spain's rule. A man named Jorge moved from Europe to what is now Guadalajara and brought a hacienda with the hopes of settling in and making friends. However, something wasn't right, and no one liked him. It wasn't racism, I promise. <laughs> Soon after he arrived, town folks began noticing their animals were dying all around, and all were found to have been drained of their blood. This kind of sounds like a chupacabra. Yeah, that's what it kind of sounds like. One night, some of the villagers decided to investigate what was going on and who was hunting the animals at night. Much to their surprise, they found Jorge biting the neck of an animal. They were in shock and tried to chase him, but he was too fast and got away. The next night, they chased him down and cornered him in front of his hacienda. As he was being stabbed, Jorge cried out that he would return one day and get his revenge. He was buried in El Panteón de Belón, but something strange began occurring over his tomb. A tree began to grow, and the townspeople believed that when the tree grew too large and fell over or died, that Jorge would return for his revenge. Another version of this tells that a bruja told the townspeople that they must stab Jorge in the heart with a, with a stake made from an arbol camichin, and they did. After they buried him, they placed a giant rock over his tomb to prevent him from escaping. The rock caused a break, and the camichin branch began to grow through the crags. The tree is still there and at least 15 meters high, and the day that it falls, he will return to terrorize Guadalajara. You can see the tree for yourself. The tours are in Spanish, but I've heard that they do them in English. And at certain times, there's also nighttime ghost tours. You can't take pictures unless you pay 250 pesos, which is like a dollar or two, something like that. Oh, that's dope. It also has very good reviews aside from a few angry Americans that missed the English tours and didn't want to pay for the extra pictures. That's no problem. So, yeah, that's, yeah, it's El Arbol Arbol del Vampiro. It might be fake or a tourist attraction. Or am I not? We won't know until that tree falls down and the vampire of uh, Jalisco returns.
1: I kind of like that story because think about it this way. Um, like, I don't know if you, get, well, I'm pretty sure some people noticed, but you know how you go out, you know, or you go up for a walk or something, you see like trees and shit that come up from under the ground, like through cement and rocks and all that. Like, that's I guess why I kind of like how they added that inside that story. It's like if he's sprouting, like the tree's sprouting up, and then of course made this big ass tree, and then now it's going to stay there. And when it goes up, when it goes down, possibly he could come come out so if you want my honest opinion like I, i'm not really into these vampire stuff i do like the whole lore and everything though so this is a pretty interesting episode to me but can you just imagine what if
0: oh yeah i like i love vampires never really like, talked about like never talked about what um
1: like i never would have thought like somebody like a story and just mentioning that part as in like just nature being nature because, like, it's kind of weird. I don't know why that rock part kind of stuck to me. Like, oh, yeah, we'll put this rock on it so he can't move, obviously, because he can't get out if it's just a they boulder. The stake, on him.
0: They staked him with the grew into a tree through the rock.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it sounds like something that could happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. But, like, I love vampire stories. Like, The Lesser Dead is a great book. Uh, Stephen King's The Salem's Lot. Like, those are some of my favorite books. Uh, but then also, the, the tree thing reminds me of uh, one of my favorite Halloween movies, Ernest Scared Stupid, where. That uh, Ernest's great grandfather uh, banished a troll, and he, you know, being Ernest, let the troll go, and they start. They had to use a tree to bring the trolls back. It was really good. I think I remember Ernest uh, movies back in the day. There were, there's a few, ain't they? Oh right. You want to hear something scarier though than vampires? Yeah, sure. Shoot. Mexico City has its own subway. Now the reason that's scary is Mexico has like 600 earthquakes a month. Could you imagine, imagine being in a subway tunnel? And an earthquake happens while you're in the subway tunnel.
1: Well, think about it this way, though. Like, is it like small earthquakes? Is it like
0: big ones? Big earthquakes. There was a a couple years back. There was one on Easter. My wife was in Mexico visiting the family and I was over here. And uh, the earthquake was so bad. We felt it over here and it happened oh. in Mexico. So, I mean, they have big ones.
1: Oh, shit. And that they never had a collapse so.
0: at all. So far, uh, not not that I I didn't research if they any collapsed. <laughs> I should have. But uh in Mexico City, the subway system is crazy. Almost every single stop has a haunting story. What? And here's why. A lot of a lot of the subway stops, like this it could be an episode like The Train of Terror for <laughs> the Subway of Mexico, but um every almost every stop has a story about a lineman who fell on the track and got ran over by a train, someone who was murdered horrific crashes there was two train derailments where they one came off the line and head-on collided with a opposite bound train oh shit like they're like the train system there is really good it's just you know shit happens and they're trying to figure out why then oh no that they know why that happened the old train tracks broke and the train popped off but that's not the stop we're talking about we're talking about a whole extra stop the last stop it's actually the deepest stop on the subway it's the most down the subway goes okay and what's even wilder is <laughs> the name of the stop is Barranca del Muerto Station, which literally means the Dead Man's Canyon. Mm. What a fucked up name for a subway. For real, though. Number one. I mean, I don't Number think two t- will be dr- riding in there. Yeah, not only is it the deepest, it's relatively close to a mass grave dug during the Mexican Revolution where they just buried all the enemy soldiers. Oh, wow. That's... Sounds like you're going to piss off some spirits. Yeah. One story goes that you can actually hear the wailing between trains. When the train goes away and you're sitting in a quiet station, you can hear all the wailing of the dead soldiers. Oh, damn. The reason we're talking about this stop isn't ghosts, though. It's the subway vampire.
1: Okay, so not only do they have ghosts and spirits and shit, they also got vampires.
0: They got a vampire. And not only do they have a vampire that can basically attack you 24-7, Because there's no sun in a subway? (laughs) Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no, it does. (laughs) A tired commuter took the last train and fell asleep. Now, the trains in Mexico, the subways, are infamous for being places where people go and hook up, just go to sleep, or just ride continuously. He was in the last car, and he woke up in a completely darkened tunnel. While figuring out what to do, he heard moans from the other car. And it's an open secret that the last cars of the subway late at night are often for hookups and <laughs> clandestine quickies. So the commuter thought, you know, someone was getting down to business. Yeah. And being a pervert, <laughs> he went to go investigate. When he approached the couple, crup, when he approached a couple to try to get their help or try to get their help in getting out of the car, he realized those weren't moans of pleasure, but feeble attempts to say "socorro, socorro." Help me. The person was bleeding profusely, but the other guy was not there to help. Oh, no. Turning the face to commuter was a pale figure with the face of a bat. The commuter screamed as he pried the door open of the car and ran towards the station. Eventually, in the lock station, he was able to find a cleaner and tell his story, but he wasn't making any sense. The subway police were sent to investigate, and blood was found in the car, but neither was the bat-faced vampire or the person who was being attacked. They are both gone. Both gone. Uh, vampire probably dragged him into the tunnels. Mm, true, but when do they see like maybe like a blood scree? Well, not if he sucked all the blood out. True. Well, if he sucked all
1: the blood out, would there actually be blood on the ground?
0: Well, from the initial bite, you know what I mean. Unless the vampire like hoovered it off the ground.
1: True. And no, I do actually like that story. That's that sounds pretty real actually.
0: All their all all their train stops for whatever reason have scary names. Not all of them, but a good portion of them are named after like you know, hail station and get ready to get murdered. Stop. Like it's, it's really messed up. So, and, and is, is this subway like very popular to do like a lot of, Oh yeah.
1: A lot of them use it like it's like an everyday thing, kind of like uh, the subway in LA. Well, the trains in LA.
0: I mean. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's popular. It's one of the more popular ways of getting around. Uh, But it's kind of like an open secret. Like people know, like if you're in the back car, you're not in the back car to commute. You're in the back car to smash. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're moving on to a new nation. Um, I didn't know this was a Latino nation. I was kind of shocked. Uh, we're going to Haiti. Did you know that the Haitian culture is Latino? I did not. No, me neither. That was wild because Haitians are super freaking famous. Haitians created zombies. No way. Yeah. Are you saying that because There's of Resident Evil 4? Have- no, I'm saying that because... Haitians legit there's a man who's been dead for 18 months has a death certificate and claims he was brought back as a zombie by a witch doctor or a voodoo priest let's get into this 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 was in the 80s that he'd been dead and investigated for 18 months so it's way longer than 18 months now if yeah he's still alive Haiti is known for creating the first zombies in hate yeah, Haitian voodoo mythology in the movie the serpent and the rainbow the uh, movie shows the alleged process in which a Haitian witch creates zombies. There's also the famous case of, all right, this is what I want to talk about real quick. Uh, the man who's been dead and has his death certificate and is alive and kicking. His name is Wilfred Dorson. This man was declared dead, buried in the ground, dug up a few days later, and walked out of his grave. So he was
1: dug up, or did he dug himself up?
0: He was dug up. Someone dug him up. See, in the process of making Haitian zombies, they use powdered puffer fish, which is super poisonous, and a few other natural found ingredients, and they create zombies through magic, uh, allegedly. Huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we're not talking about uh, Wilfred Dorison, the first zombie. We're talking about Salko. Sequoyants. Sequoyants suck people's blood from their arms, necks, and legs, and soft parts while they're sleeping, leaving blue-black marks on the body in the morning. If the sequoyant draws too much blood, it is believed that the victim will either die or become a sequoyant themselves. The sequoyant practices black magic. It trades their victim's blood for evil powers with bazil, uh, like, a, like a demon who resides in a silk cotton tree, to expose a sequoyant. One should heap rice around the house or at the village crossroads, as the creature will be obligated to gather every grain of rice, grain by grain, so that he can be caught in the act to destroy her or him. Coarse salt must be placed on the mor- it, uh, must be placed in a mortar containing her skin, so she perishes. So basically, the sequoyan when it becomes a vampire, it leaves its skin behind, right? And the only way to kill these vampires. is... Is to collect its skin and put it into a mortar with salt and grind it up.
1: It sounds like some medical herb unknown shit that nobody knows. You know what I mean? It kind of sounds like... uh an old tale, like as if like this is how you have to do that. You know how like you will watch like horror movies and something like Jeepers Creepers, for an example. They're just like, well, how the hell did we kill this guy? We shot him. We did this. We did that. Like, well, no, you gotta do this specific thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's like when they put salt in front of the door, or they like put rosemary or garlic up against the vampire shit, like that. I yeah, like, garlic against the vampire. Yeah, uh, this old belief is actually still believed. Um, uh, <laughs> belief in the sequoian is still uh preserved to an extent in Guyana, Suriname, and some Caribbean islands including Dominica, Haiti, and Trinidad.
1: Oh, even Trinidad too. What
0: the hell? Even yeah, Trinidad, we believe in it hardcore. The skin of the Sequoia is considered valuable and is used when practicing black magic. So if you want to destroy it, you know, you add salt. If you want to keep it and gain powers for yourself, you know, you wear it. Wear like it's like a being a leather face. Yeah, imagine just putting on a skin suit. Like ugh. just the <laughs> floppy, like nastiness in that. Yeah, so, so basically, this uh, vampire. How would
1: you say it again? I want to see if I could say it. The sequoient. The sequoyant. Yeah. So you said that,
0: like, yeah, it takes off its skin. So it's literally just like a muscle flesh. It's like um, it's it's no, it's it's got skin underneath it, but it's like a, um, the skin it wears is human. It looks like it, so it can blend in with the humans during the day, and then at night it sheds its skin. Uh. And it oh. returns to his skin in the morning, so he can walk around in the morning. Smart. Because if it's using somebody else's skin, it can't burn up. Yeah, just like the uh, werewolves in uh, Goosebumps.
1: Oh, he brought back something. Oh, I can't remember that Goosebumps episode. They always had, like, the werewolf eye thing in, uh, in the credits. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot the episode. Shout out to Goosebumps. Yeah, it's like
0: the cry of the wolf or the skin of the wolf or something where, like... This chick's parents every night put on these werewolf skins and become werewolves. And the more, and at the end of the episode, they're almost like crackheads when she's destroying the skin. They're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" And they're like sweating profusely and like they're like <laughs> jittering and they're like chittering and they're just like, don't do it!" <laughs> like, like they're cracked out on this werewolf stuff.
1: And they're trying to get another hit and they can't get it or something.
0: That's exactly what's happening. I love goosebumps. Dude,
1: I miss goosebumps. And are you afraid of the dark?
0: Are you afraid of the dark is better in my older age? As a kid, I would have said Goosebumps, you know, blows it out of the water. Oh yeah, I would but like, say that I too. I went back and watched it with my kids recently, both of them. Last Halloween, I watched Goosebumps, and I watched uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, and I was like, okay, Are You Afraid of the Dark is way better. <laughs> I'll die on that hill. Anybody, any of our fans, you know, email us, tell us your opinion, or we're wrong. But I'm telling you right now,
1: <laughs> go I, back
0: and watch it. You'll see what I'm saying. I, I say Are you afraid the Dark is better? But I say as a kid though like Goosebumps,
1: Everybody loved goosebumps. So I say as a kid.
0: I mean, they're both good. I'm not I'm not saying they're one's not worth watching. They're saying they're both dope. Yeah, I feel the I other feel one's like. better. All right. Finally the final story. And it's a real life vampire. What are you saying these others weren't real, Chris? I'm saying this vampire was caught and put to death. Well, he died in natural causes, but this vampire was caught. Okay, let's go. Let's get, let's go through it. Oh yeah. It's going to be a quick run through. There's not a whole lot of information on this guy. And the stuff that is there is behind insane amounts of reading. Um, But it's really interesting what happened with this man. It's really sad. We're on the Argentinian vampire or the window vampire. Lorenzo Fernandez. (laughs) Fernandez. The window vampire. Oh, you'll see why. It's not funny. (laughs) All right. For sure. (laughs) Florencio Fernandez was mentally ill, suffering from delusions and halluci- hallucinations hallucinations that made him firmly believe that he was a vampire. He was possibly schizophrenic. He wasn't exactly diagnosed this was back in the '70s, so it's like, yeah, okay. And especially in like Latin culture, it's like mental health mental health is like really just like turned a blind eye to. So. In addition to having sexual attraction to blood from a young age, he began living in the streets because he was abandoned by his family. At the time of his arrest, he was living in a cage, adjacent a cage. Uh, he was living in a cave adjacent to the community suffering from photophobia. You know what photophobia is? Take a stab at it.
1: Um I think it would be he doesn't like having his picture taken.
0: That's I mean, photo, you know, picture and phobia is the fear of, so I get you. I'm with you. Photophobia is not the fear of light, but a visual intolerance. It could cause migraines and pains, but to someone who is mentally ill it could be interpreted as vampirism. So photophobia is when the sun caused, when your eyes don't correctly um, adjust to sunlight. And so you oh. actually burn your eyes. Your eyes cause migraines. Your head hurts. You know, just intense pain all over. That sucks. His skin wasn't photophobic, but his eyes were. So And he was on top of it. He was abandoned as a kid. He was mentally ill. You know, two plus two equals vampire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Because we're talking about, and this is, you said it in the 70s, right?
0: Yeah, this is uh, 60s, 70s, somewhere around there. Uh, so, yeah, two it's plus not, two not must equal vampire. Sure when he, yeah, they're not quite sure when he started. But around that time, there was movies like um, Bloody Vampire, Frankenstein, um, Frankenstein, El Vampiro Villa, and uh, movies like Santo Santo y Blue Demon, Contra Dracula y El Hombre Lobo. You're doing pretty damn good, by the way. Well, you know, I spent a lot of time tongue in Spanish. (laughs) I'm going to keep that joking. But yeah, at the time, there was lots of vampire movies. Vampires was a thing. You know, you had Christopher Lee's. uh uh, dracula which i don't know if you know who christopher lee is but he's badass he sounds familiar but i don't even know uh what would you know him from i don't know what you would even know him from but he was um a world war one or world war two vet um during the lord of the rings he played an evil sorcerer named soramon and when someone got stabbed in the lord of the rings uh the director directed him to like fall over and die and christopher lee was like no 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 when you get stabbed all the breath leaves your body, and you jitter because your body's not used to having a metal, uh, metal knife inside of you, and you slowly bleed to death. <laughs> and it really <laughs> with the director. <laughs> it sounds like something yeah, that I Chris, would say, Chris. Yeah, but he because he actually stabbed a few people in World War II. Oh well, then yeah, what he probably would know then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he um, he was the voice of the. Um, he was the narrator in we're not even supposed to be talking about christopher lee but i want to make sure you're aware um he was the voice the narrator in um uh damn it what's that emo movie that everybody loves a nightmare before christmas he was the narrator (laughs) of that movie he was uh count dooku in the star wars movies he honestly like probably one of like the most like iconic like crazy careers of anybody's ever had we said nightmare before christmas right yeah he's a narrator in that. yeah well i mean I, i know that so yeah yeah, you know his voice, so yeah, yeah, but he's been in everything. He was in uh, he was in 007, the man with the golden gun. Um, he was in The Hobbit, he was you know one of the original Dracula's. He was one of the voices oh, yeah. in The Corpse Bride, The Curse of Frankenstein. He was in Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp. Jesus Christ, Chris, you know a lot of <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I <laughs> was Christopher Lee, he's one of my favorites. Uh, okay, so the reason he was called the Window Vampire. Was Fernandez stalked his victims for several days? He would wait and watch and get an idea of your routine, and then he would start peeking in your window.
1: Is that what kind of Tim Buddy kind of did?
0: Yeah, I mean, all these perverts are window or uh, peeping toms and stuff. So I mean, it happens. Uh, Fernandez stalked his victims for several days. He would wait till his victims were alone, then take advantage of the hot summer nights when residents left their windows open. He'd climb through and viciously attack them. He bit some people so hard that he dissected their trachea and their carotid artery. Oh, and it's not like his not it's not like his teeth were sharpened or anything like that. He was just crazy and attacked them. Uh, not only would he do that if he didn't kill them from their bleeding to death, he would bash them. He would hit them with whatever he brought with him—rocks, sticks bats, whatever he found in a room, and just mashed their brains out. Jeez. then He would kind of sounds more drink. like a murderer. Oh, well, yeah, he's definitely a murderer, but here's the thing is, he's drinking their blood on top of it. That is insane. Like, he's collecting it and drinking it, and all kinds of crazy stuff. A lot of times, his victims didn't die from the attack, and they just bled to death.
1: I can see that. It, it seems like a gruesome beating every time he
0: comes and visits somebody. Oh, yeah. This guy, I mean, all it, on all it really would have taken is better mental health, but this is you know argentina in the 1960s so it's it's a developing country they don't have mental health as a pot like you know as a priority and it's still in a lot of latin cultures you know mental health isn't a priority
1: yeah
0: i mean think about the united states they're barely kind of getting
1: that started you know what i mean
0: yeah they're barely getting it started and they're doing it ass backwards and they're not even you know it's not right like there's a lot of issues people have like Yo, if you feel like you're a vampire, please call someone. <laughs> don't don't try drinking blood. It's not good for you. You can actually get really sick from drinking blood. Yeah, yeah I was going to actually going to ask you that.
1: Like, I heard that it's actually not healthy for us to drink human blood
0: because it actually could mess us up and kill us. Can it? Yeah, it can cause a lot of blood diseases. You don't know who has a blood disease. Some people don't even know they have blood diseases. They're just carriers of blood diseases. Like there's so many things you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like AIDS is transmitted through blood. The hepatitis is it can be transmitted or hepatiti or hepatitis. I don't know. I think It's hepatitis. It could be, yeah, well, I mean there's a bunch of them. There's A, B, and C, so. And there's probably what, more uh, than that, but you never know. Probably
1: D, E, and F.
0: You get an F and a D if you got hepatitis C, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so Fernandez was actually arrested on February fourteenth, nineteen sixty, at the age of twenty-five. The press described the police investigation as picturesque, which is hey, hold a on, way to describe an investigation.
1: Wait, hold on, I had to rewind there. You said twenty-five. How long was he on the prowl doing this shit?
0: Well, he was abandoned as a kid. That's what I'm so saying. Nobody so nobody really knows. There could be thousands of victims, hundreds of victims, tens of victims. There's no real. There's no real way of knowing. And when you have, you know, deaths caused by Chupado por la Bruja, the Suck of the Witch, there's really no way to know if he was involved or if he was Like, he wasn't involved in those Mexican ones because Argentina is a different state or country. But still, like, you know, they're dropping down Chupado por la Bruja. Like, how many other countries use that explanation? You know what I mean? Like, even black deaths was thought to be brought on by witches, like, not fleas. So it's, he could have had lots of kills. He could have had a few kills. There's no way of really knowing. That's that's because when you said
1: 25, and that's when, like, you know, they basically caught him. I'm just like, wait, all these gruesome things he's been doing, he would have had to start, like, either as a kid or a teenager. And so it's just, it's just
0: wild. He's mentally ill. He, there's no real. Yeah prove what he's saying or trust what he's saying he thinks he's a freaking vampire i mean he i mean this is a real vampire like even if he whether he thinks it or not he doesn't have the supernatural power but he has the physical power to take a life and drink blood i mean that's basically a vampire yeah and sorry i I just i didn't mean to interrupt you earlier oh no you're fine like that's what that's the point of this—to like have a conversation. Yeah, but like twenty-five, I'm just like
1: he got caught at twenty-five, but we just had a good little segment of you explaining how gruesome this kid this kid is. And when you said twenty-five, I thought it would probably be forty-five or something, you know. And he's still a
0: young lad. Yeah, usually serial killers are pulled in pulled in before they you know or after they're twenty-five, and this guy got caught young. That's what I'm saying. All right, we'll continue on with the It it's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh the press described the investigation as picturesque, which a lot of times picturesque is a word that like paints like a beautiful picture, but it can also be describing the cave that he was living in. Basically, they he had, you know, Stuff that he had stolen from the houses, evidence from murders, evidence of murders, different kinds of things, just his whole worldly possessions and all kinds of messed up stuff inside the cave. And what's crazy is Fernandez did not resist arrest until they took him into the light. Get the fuck out! When he like he was like he was like all right, I'm going with you guys. Like like he was like he was, like, he was legitimately as reported, allegedly,
1: allegedly,
0: he was cool you know, being escorted out of the cave until he was brought into light and started screaming and yelling in pain. And they took him in and they booked him, um, in the trial, he was declared insane and confined to a psychiatric institution where he died of natural causes only a few years later. So he lived at 2930 at best. Well, probably cause he didn't have enough blood in there. Yeah, I mean, if you're not drinking blood every day like you've been doing, vampires shrivel up and die.
1: So that is that's pretty wild. I didn't think because uh, when you told us when we were talking about vampires and stuff today, I'm like, oh, hey, it's gonna be pretty cool. But I didn't think you're gonna have a story like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I owe a lot to my wife telling me about like some of the like she told me about like the first two stories about the Guadalajara uh, vampire tree and the you know the Spanish or the Mexican subway system.
1: That subway system. Since we know it's true, we should probably go down there with the EVP.
0: Yeah, uh, let's just get our passports and just drive on down to Mexico. Like it's not a big deal. I
1: thought we could just hop the border. Can we? Can we just do that?
0: No, you have to have a passport. Oh, you gotta have a passport. Just hop the border, man. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I mean, and it's like here's the thing though: is like whether you believe in vampires or not, like it's. You know, uh psychic vampires is a thing, right? Psychic
1: vampires?
0: Uh so a psychic vampire is a term for someone who drains you of energy, right? Oh, so like, okay. Let's say like you're around someone and they basically like they kill your mood or they kill your ability to enjoy your day mm. uh, or put you in a bad mood. Like a lot of people believe that psychic vampires are real. Uh Doctor No Sleep, um the sequel to The Shining is based around uh psychic vampires. Like I honestly believe psychic vampires is a real thing. Like it's not whether they're knowingly doing it or unknowingly doing it, it's happening. There are people that just drain you.
1: Yeah. So I kind of like the the term they made for it. A psychic vampire. That makes sense. Like it's draining you out on
0: energy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff about psychic vampires. Like look it up. Like there's some cool ass terms. Like like right now we're in season two doing the Latin kick, but the whole the whole season isn't Latin kick. Like eventually we'll get back to the rest of the world. Yeah. There's just a lot of really cool stuff in Latin America. In Latin, you know, South America and different countries and nations like. And if you didn't learn anything, I bet you learned that Haiti is a Latin country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that at all. Yeah. Um. So follow us on the Facebook and Instagram at mysterykink. Follow, uh, email us if you have any questions, suggestions, or you want to do an interview with us at mysterykink2021 at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on Twitter. You tweet us or DM us on Twitter at kinkmystery.
1: And you guys, head to hit up the Telegram and Mystery Kink. We've been using that a lot more, and even posting up some random cryptids and everything too, uh, with a little description of what they are. Which we might actually be talking on a further episode if we keep finding these cool, cool ones that usually pop up
0: here and there. Oh yeah, there's lots of cool stuff. We're trying to get more involved in the socials. It's hard, like we're you know, I got three kids. Lenny's got his new job. Like it's hard to it's hard to keep up, but we're doing our best. And if anybody has any suggestions, comments, concerns, you can email us at the previously stated email, as well as, you know, just hit us up. Let us know. You want to come on? You want to say something? We're here for you. That's what the point of the podcast is, is to talk and get your stories out there. Yes, indeed. Hit it, Leonard. Do it. Let's start Start it, Leonard. I want to hear you start it. Well, your mystery? Is our kink. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.